Hey, hey, hey. Hello, little ducklings. I'm T. This is Burning Tarot. This is the podcast where we take a nature walk when it is convenient, and boy, is it inconvenient today. We've got a lot of snow on the ground, about a foot, I'd say, and I'm not going to go post-holing through it. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, to take our walk. So I'll just tell you, it's beautiful out here in the forest. We are in central Oregon on the snowy but often dry side of the Cascade Mountains. And we are among the pines. And we are safely ensconced in a nice comfy house. Yay! Looking out at the trees and the very heavy snow. And it's it's pretty gorgeous, you guys. Let me get some water. One sec. And our, uh, our goal today is to pull a tarot card and talk about it, right? Hmm. And to drink some water. Before I started this recording, I took some deep breaths. Maybe you would like to do the same. I bowed to the north and to the earth. And I really felt the earth energy rising up from the ground and into my body. I turned to the east and I bowed to air. And the element of air, I asked it to please calm my jangled nerves. Air rules those jangled nerves. And there are various astrological reasons why some of us will be having pretty, uh, running pretty hot right now in the air and nervous system department. I then turned to the south, took a little bow and I thanked fire. There's a fire burning in this house now and a lovely wood stove. And within each of us, there is a fire like a lovely wood stove that keeps us going. To the west, I turned for another bow to the great element of water. And since we're on the west coast of the USA, when I bow or make a hugging motion to the west, I'm really bowing to Mother Ocean, the great Pacific Ocean that I know lies just beyond this mountain ridge and the Willamette Valley and the coastal mountains. And there we are, past the sand, the ocean. Hmm. More water for my mouth as well. So there you go. Kind of hanging out with the elements a bit. Our card today... Our card today, my friends, is the Ten of Coins. We are using the Golden Tarot deck today, the one made by Cat Black. That's Cat with a K. If you are seeking a new deck, it is one of the ones that I love the most. And there are some other decks out there that are named the Golden Tarot, and they're not this one. So, Cat Black with a K. Here we see a walled garden like a courtyard with white stone walls. There's some kind of crown insignia on one wall. There is a beautiful tree with golden coin fruits. And this is echoed in um, like the seven of coins in this deck. But in this card, it's smaller. You can just see, oh, look at those 10 juicy coins that you can pick right off the tree. 
And someone is picking them right off the tree. Um, and what are other people doing? They're dipping water out of a nice um, rectangular granite well. They are playing a zither with their baby. And uh, well, one of them is reading a book. There, is, uh, there are a couple of dogs in the pictures. We have, what is that? Fal falcon quail? <laughs> I don't know. There's a bird. <laughs> uh, and anybody that I missed here? A basket for plucking the coins. Is there a little owl in back there? So it's busy. There's plant life in here too that we haven't quite mentioned yet. So the Ten of Coins, coins are earth. Ten of Pentacles is another way of talking about this. So this is the culmination of expression of earth energy in the minor arcana of our tarot deck. And this particular depiction of it is pretty interesting. What we typically see in the kind of um, Smith Rider Waite tradition is a family looking through an archway to their castle, their farm, their house. There's an old man with them and two dogs with the old man. Uh, and there's a lot of indication of fecundity and fruits of the vine, that kind of thing. It's a lovely card. And this echoes it, but it's different. So this is family, but mainly what I see is a baby and then maybe an older male child who's doing the plucking from the tree. And then we have three women. Maybe these are our three lovely ladies from the Three of Cups card. The female companionship dancing card. Maybe they've made their way over here to the Ten of Coins, the Ten of Pentacles. So what makes this a little different is that... Um, it's not depicting the kind of nuclear family uh, hetero situation that we're often accustomed to seeing, such as in the typical Smith Rider Waite tarot card for the Ten of Coins. It's not like a man and a woman and a, bet, a kid or two kids and then the old man. You know, it's uh, whoever these people are and whether one of them is a servant and one of them is a mother or maybe they're all aunties or friends. Like, we don't know. But they are within the happy, mostly, confines of a walled garden. And they're totally taking advantage of this, you guys. So here's this zither-looking thing, or maybe dulcimer. Baby is just reaching over like, yeah, he's just, you know, playing the strings. I'm sure it sounds very cacophonous. Mom's holding it out to him like, ha, 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 you play with this, kiddo. Someone else taking a drink from the well. It's a dipper that she's using for drinking. You know, we have this coin harvest going on with a maybe a young teenager in red, dressed in red. The mother with the baby is dressed in red with a white robe. The other two women are wearing blue and white. And one is just peacefully reading a red book. So this is a very nice scene. You, you take a look at this one and you go, oh, you know what? I would totally dig living in that particular walled garden. 
Walled garden can have a negative connotation. Nowadays, it's used, <laughs> it's used to describe Apple and Macintosh and the iPhone, where once you kind of buy into that system, you get kind of trapped. Things are nice in the walled garden, much nicer than they are in uh, the land of Android and Windows and these other operating systems. Um, but, you know, you're, you're limited because you're in a walled garden. So the wall acts as a way of providing us with safety and a feeling kind of of coziness. We're, we're here with our people. We can feel comfortable to do our thing. And whatever the other stuff is out there in the world, we can imagine that it's on the other side of the wall and it's just not going to come and get us unless some really big scary thing happens, which, hey, it could. But, you know, for now, we're safe here. The walls of this card, the nice white walls, are not particularly high. If we wanted to go over them, we could just climb our little coin tree and plop over to the other side. Probably the kids do that a lot. Uh, One prominent tarot writer has said of the Ten of Coins, the regular kind of uh, writer weight ones, um... She really focuses on like the family is stuck there and they don't even really appreciate it and all this really negative stuff. And I'm like, what are you freaking talking about? This is the Ten of Coins. The Ten of Coins gives us the chance to celebrate what we have and what is already here. The Ten of Coins says, you know, it's probably not going to get much better than hanging out with people that you love, making a little noise, you know, dipping some delicious water that sustains your body, reading a book. And, you know, the harvesting part shows us there's good stuff in the material world. Our material world and the suit of earth, the suit of coins, the element of earth, Those encompass like a whole bunch of stuff. There's our physicality of our bodies. That's in there. There's the materiality of our world and nature and rocks and trees and magma and flowers and soil. You know, that's all earth for sure. Planet earth, mother earth, mother nature. So that's like boom, coming to huge fruition in the Ten of Coins. And our awareness of all that. Boom! Fruition. This is totally a card of stuff blooming and stuff, you know, offering us fruits. We just have to look up and bother to pluck them. It can get a little tricky because the materialism is also represented by that coin, right? It's not just Mother Nature, Earth. It's also getting your business done in an earthly world. It's a coin, like money, like value, like uh, what society imagines is a thing of value. Stuff that comes up from under the earth, gold and silver, out of which to make coins. So it's not just like hippy-dippy, happy-happy. It's uh, when we pull a ton of coins, we're also, we're talking about how materiality works in our world, in our bureaucratic world. 
So that gets kind of funky. We have a lot of air mixed into our coins in our present society. Like if you're trying to get a transaction done, you're probably dealing with a lot of digital and internet stuff, which is more ruled by air. And, um, and most of us are stuck in some corner of capitalism or other. And we might have some feelings about that where we're like, Maybe this isn't so great. Our market square where we exchange coins uh, is unfair in our culture. The cultures echoed in these cards were also very unfair. There were servants and slaves and uh, landed gentry and royalty and all that stuff. That's all reflected in the imagery of of this tradition of, of tarot. So you can't just say like, oh, well, the the lucky, you know, merchant family or aristocratic family has a beautiful walled garden. Um, And shouldn't we spend all of our time thinking about those who do not have a garden? So, uh, and one of you, actually, a dear friend who's also a listener and a local, hi there. Uh, We were having a similar conversation today about, you know, what would happen if, if um, if we stopped paying attention to the news and to the issues that we have discussions about and do active active activism about, you know, what if you withdraw from that for a while in order to tend to yourself, your family, your health, your friends, or something else? I don't really have an answer for that. My friend said balance. That's probably the right answer. Here comes a water sip. Hold on. Hmm. Oh, water, water, water. So when we're playing with the coins, even when we're getting good luck and good fortune for our coin selves, our earth selves, which we are with our ten of coins, we're also reminded that our our earth is imperfect compared to the, the thoughts, thoughts being an air element thing largely, and feelings, which are kind of a water element thing, you know, our thoughts and feelings might be upset about capitalism and about the existence of gardens, much less walls. But where we actually live is real for now. And when we draw this card, it's to draw our attention to the beauty of the simplicity The beauty we can find in the simplicity, in the details, in the small things of our everyday lives, even if we don't have an actual walled garden and we don't have an actual tree with giant golden coins on it, we have a metaphorical equivalent. We have a body. We have the ability to make music, even if that's just by, you know, clapping our hands together or singing with our voices. That's music. Uh, Most of us have access to, you know, reasonably clean water. Most of the people who are likely listening to this, uh, which we have a lot of UK, Ireland, uh, the Americas, you know, India listeners. And there will be some folks in some areas where water is difficult to obtain 
for a lot of us, we're very lucky to have good water. Personally, I live out here in the forest. We have well water. We have a glacier-fed aquifer bubbling this insanely delicious water full of magical minerals. This healing water. Wow. Totally lucky. Do I always remember to stop and go, oh my gosh, this water's so good. Uh, and, And to experience it, feel the coldness of it sliding down my throat. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. When we pull the ten of coins, it's an indication that we need to stop and appreciate. And not just kind of like write in your journal about how you're gratitude things or blah 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 I mean do that too sure but like with your body uh go for your senses our body and our senses this is how we experience earth that's how we do it some of you have chronic illness and it's more difficult for you to get out in nature uh, or you have we I am often one of y'all you know we have times where we're stuck in bed or where our ability to have all these sensory and bodily experience experiences seems limited. But we're still there. We're still in the body. So any way that you can engage your senses with all the little details of your physical reality, this is definitely a great time to do that. Uh, if you can get out in nature, or just like me, look out at nature, because it's like, it's loud out there. There's these dogs and and people um, with snow shovels, and then it's cold in the snow, you know. So I'm just sitting inside nice and cozy, but I can spend a little time looking out that window and meditating on whatever tree might be out there. For you, it might be a street tree. Or you might need to take a little walk and uh, just see what's out there. Or if you have a house plant. Use your senses. Taste. Feel what you're eating. Feel it going through your body. Use your fingertips, your hands. Um, A bath, which is a good, for some of us, that's a very good way for uh, if we have chronic pain issues to float away some of those. But also uh, there's a sensory part of it where the pressure of the water on the skin can release anxiety for people who have Uh, sensory issues, which includes me again. We can hear things. We can speak things. We can look at things. But I would say especially go for smell. What do things smell like? What can you touch? This little scratchy noise is me rubbing on this cotton pillowcase that I have right here. That's cool. You might want to find natural items that you can touch and smell. Really enjoy food. Take your time with it. Taste it. Taste, feel, smell, and then throw on any other of the senses that you really want to engage with. Ten of Coins is so good at that. Ten of Coins is also good at helping us hmm, kind of settle with, with the invisible. There's a lot of vibes moving through our space. Um, The dogs have something to do with that in the Ten of Coins. So dogs or cats in different traditions will be said to notice ghosts or to welcome a stranger who might be a spiritual being and that kind of thing. 
And here they are on this card. This one doesn't have cats, but it has the dogs. Um, and so that encourages us to pay attention to uh, otherworldly things while we're enjoying the materiality of this world. It's a fantastic time to take more of a break from your digital world, your brain world. Um, you know, if you spend a lot of time uh, writing about something abstract, playing a video game, um, you know, going down social media rabbit holes, whatever, um, attending to everything that happens in the news, whatever it is that you do that's that kind of abstracted, takes you out of your body, puts you inside your phone. This is a really good time to be aware of that because you're going to have extra special materiality powers. If something is coming to fruition in your life that is of the earth, it's of your earth self, you need to be up there harvesting, putting it in the basket, going up to the tree with the golden coins on it. And because of how, how our society works, that may necessitate doing some digital stuff, doing some computer things, phone things. Um, Ten of coins has a family focus or like a home focus, but it speaks very well to, um, to harvest and to your work. So if you've been waiting for something to seem like, okay, is it, is it ripe enough? Can we pick it yet? This might, this might be the time. You'll have to look at it. Everybody's in a different spot, right? But the reaching up, you have this character on the card, reaching up to grab the coin. And the coin, you know, feels like it's, it's rightly his, and he's going to share it with everybody in his courtyard here. There's an ease to this card. If we can find those moments this week of, of ease, of... It's so funny, like, if you look at your everyday life, it's probably full of wonderful small vignettes of like, mmm, here I am in my comfy bed, and I get to sleep here. Or, ooh, look at this cup of coffee, smell this cup of coffee, I get to sip this cup of coffee. It's just the tiniest things. And if you do have a baby or a musical instrument or a nice dog, I mean, so much the better. Or you can read a good book. And it's just funny to look at this card, <coughs> excuse me, and to feel, you know, exultant and kind of triumphant, yet in a commonplace everyday kind of way. You know, the mundanity here is beautiful. As poets know, you know, the everyday things we do in earth, like that's where the magic comes from. That's where the poetry comes from. Ten of Coins reminds us to enjoy that. And even if we don't have a beautiful, you know, white marble garden to hang out in, we've got something like that. And it does involve our bodies and the materiality of this world. If you are in the mood to pluck coins from trees water break again my friends I do still have some throat issues and lung issues so I have to put up with this ah. what was I just saying something something oh if you're going to reach for a coin up in your magical tree um, 
I'm pausing because I'm getting some kind of message about this. I'm pausing to breathe. <coughs> You're going to need uh, some boldness to pluck the fruit that is ripe. Even if you pluck something that's almost like a little teeny bit unripe and it needs to sit on the windowsill for a few days. You know, it takes a risk to say, I'm ready to harvest now. I'm ready for this. Ten of coins does not demand that you make that motion. However, it definitely suggests the opportunity. You've got a basket, you've got an arm, or something close to that. This would be a good time to pluck that fruit. Pluck it, give it a try, give it a taste. Maybe you decide not to harvest them all right now. Maybe you're like, well, this one's a teeny bit too tart. The rest can wait. So you might have that experience, um, but it won't necessarily be bad. Even if you decide that the fruit isn't quite there yet, you're, you're being offered the opportunity. We are being offered the opportunity to taste of the fruit in the garden. There's a nice little metaphor for you, right? Um... The Ten of Coins suggests that we're ready to manifest something in our real world life, recognize it for what it is, experience it with our bodies and our senses. Sometimes that might be a project and it's come to fruition. And when we pluck the fruit, it's also suggesting, well, that ends that cycle. This could be something like really commonplace and mundane, like, your contractor is finally going to finish remodeling your kitchen this week. You know, it could be something in your work life or a health issue that you are trying to deal with. But it's, uh, it's solid, it's earthy, it's reality-based. It can definitely mix with your idea life, your air life, you know. So if you've been putting off If you've been putting off plucking the magic golden fruit because you think it's not time, because you're waiting for things to be absolutely perfect or maybe perfect and wonderful and extra super spicy something or other, this card, the Ten of Coins, reminds us everything's already spicy, super, whatever. Nothing's ever going to be perfect, perfect, but gosh, in some ways, looking at this card, thinking about life, some ways it's already perfect. It's that cup of coffee. It's that sip of delicious water. Somewhere, someone's playing some weird zither thing and some baby's giggling. The beauty is already here with us. It's a very good time to acknowledge that and recognize what is so gorgeous. And then go ahead and take a big step if you've been putting it off. Um, Doesn't mean the results are going to be perfect. It just means, well, the timing's pretty good. If you're an astrology person, 
you know, take that with a grain of salt. Go, go look up how the current astrology is affecting you personally. Uh, you can do that with me with a transit reading, but I, uh, I'm backed up a little on astrological readings, so I can't give you a reading for like this week right now. But we can look into the future if you're if you've got something that you're trying to pick the right time for. But if you just kind of have a general feeling of like, I've been wanting to send this manuscript to that editor. All right, send the, send the manuscript to the editor. This is your one life. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if something feels like it's close to ripeness, this is a pretty good time to give it a go. It's also a nice time to not push yourself to take risks if things are not ready, you know, the fruit ain't ready to pick. That's fine, too. You get to sit around and read, play with the baby, drink some water, chill out. <laughs> the wall that is keeping you in is keeping you here with friendly people. Surround yourself with family, with friends, with, with people that you feel like you can be real with. Um, it's a great time for that. And if part of you wants to jump over that wall, you know, okay, that's legit. But right now it might be just a nice time to be where you are. For us to be where we are. And to really take it in, breathe it in, feel it with our fingertips. I hope that is useful for you all. And uh, if you want a reading from me, or if you like to look at the photos uh, that go along with each of these podcast episodes, you can go over to tiffanyleebrown.com. That's me, Tiffany Lee Brown, also known as T. Uh, and there's a Burning Tarot podcast link. If you scroll through there, you'll see the picture for every week. Well, I don't do this every week. Whenever I feel like doing it, right? A couple times a month. Um, you'll see the image of the card, usually in context, in nature. And you can also listen to the podcast directly from that page or download it to your device. So you, you don't have to use your podcast app. A lot of people don't really like doing that and they just go directly to the web page. That's fine. And there's a little link that says shop. That's where you get yourself a reading. Um, I am, I'm a little bit behind. <laughs> so it's going to be a, oh, about a week before I get to anybody who wants a new reading. Uh, and for your natal reading for astrology, it'll probably be a two to three weeks, I think is how far out we're going on those. You can also sign up for an email list and that's where I will just like send you an email to say, hey, we have a new episode of the podcast if you want to come listen. And uh, sometimes I send discounts over that as well so that you could get a more affordable reading or some kind of weird flash sale. And uh, that link is kind of everywhere there. It's If you go to the Burning Tarot uh, tab on my site, I think at the very top, it, there's a little introduct, introduction thingy and somewhere in there, there's a link that says join the mailing list. So I hope you'll do that. And um, whew, I'm really feeling the astrology of this moment myself. All these stars, all this snow. I'm going to do what my wonderful physical therapist told me to do, which is take a bath. I'm going to drink beautiful water. I'm going to enjoy my beautiful family. 
and I'll even get out there and slog through this beautiful snow tomorrow. All right, you guys. Bye. I'm T. This is Bernie Darrell.